Kathy, you gonna rock out with your cock out? Uh, wh- what? He's <laughs> gonna. He's gonna whip your cock out. Your your rocking cock. cock. Your cock rocking cock. Rocking or otherwise. Your rocking socking cock. Take your own cock, cock out. Stop talking. You really about want me to take my cock out? You have taken your. Hey, cock Kathy, out the just test. asked me to take my cock out. What do you guys think? No, yeah, here it is. There's my cock. Hey. Not looking. Hey. That is why I haven't seen it before. Not before a show, Boogie. <laughs> just put that meaty sausage away. <laughs> we got to start ourselves a show. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. <laughs> Hunger's like, what? Hello, and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Recording live from the Threshold Love Lab in North Hollywood, California, in front of our perverted studio audience. Hello, lovely perverts. I'm Kathy. And I am Count Bad Bacula. You sound like Count Chocula. (laughs) Don't get me started, fucking Booberry. Frankenberry and Blueberry. It was Count Chocula. That was whatever. Frankenberry was the best. Which one? Frankenberry. Frankenberry. Especially the first uh, incarnation of it. Back in the seventies. When it turned your poop pink. (laughs) Unger. Show one twenty five. (laughs) We're off and running. (laughs) Down the hole. Down. It's the time of year for them. Down it's, the, it's, 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 it is it's Halloween, the Halloween. Mm-hmm. It, it mm-hmm. can be if you are if in that's your kink. Hey, pink poop, great. <laughs> it's like fruity pebbles. Wow. I don't know if they have these same. I'm sure they have similar stere- cereals in other places like the UK or whatever. I don't know if they have Count Chocula and Blueberry and Frankenberry. But if they did, it would be amazing. Would it? It's. Did you actually mm-hmm. eat those when you were a kid? I did. You I did. did that. I was. I was fanatic. I think. Frosted Flakes and Cocoa Pebbles were my favorite. Pretty much. Fruity Pebbles does, as Unger says, change the color of the poop. uh, Yeah. The poop. Yeah, because we're Uh, apparently going down that road today. Yeah. Unger uh, is not going to hear any of the jingles, so don't bother doing the Unger, Unger, Unger. I don't know what happened. We went on the roof. Zua. We went on the roof to do, like, some lip syncing, you know, for a music video. And then I took the little ghetto blaster that we use for the sound, and I don't know... It just never it's came. It's melted up on the roof came, now. But Bunny holding a giant dagger always worries me. While she's lying down. She's just laying down, just picking up knives and daggers, and I'm just I'm just a little worried. You okay, Pumpkin? Okay, good. Mew, protect your sister from herself. Thanks. She's had a rough day. Unger! Yes, Boogie? Unger? Yes. What was your wah, wah, wah moment? I thought that was later. No, um, trombone moment. I want to okay. hear about this. Kind of a long story, but all right. Um, so, as I mentioned last week, I was going to a big hook pull this weekend. Okay. So. That's right. How, yeah. Yeah. Did you do the thing? <laughs> Did you go up? Thank you, Boogie. Did Thank you. That, that Let him tell the story. <laughs> so, we get there a little late for the class. We get there for the class, and the class is on the history of body modification in rituals. So, cool class uh, with an expert. And then after the class, everyone that was planning on suspending goes up front. To talk to the guy that was doing now the suspensions. Now that is hook suspensions, meaning they put hooks in your skin. They put skin big, and giant hooks in you, and then and they pull lift you, you off the ground. Yes, yes. and you were going to do this. I was going to do this. This is one thing I've been wanting to do for a very long time, and I figured this would be the day because I have one of the best people in the world to do it with. And so he talks about 
you know, why you want to do it and, and, you know, what's the history behind you wanting to do it. So everybody kind of gets an idea of what everybody's looking for, and he gets an idea. So it was, it was, it was a good experience. Right. Um, and I told him one of, the things, one of the things that for me has been my weight because a lot of people say they can't pull me up. Right. And he's like, I pulled up, pulled up a 600-pound person with, with the pulley system I have. You're cool. <laughs> nice. Wow. Um, and I actually talked to that, to that person later on who's lost a lot of weight since, but talked to him later on. So we're like, okay, fine. We have a meeting. We break for a couple hours. We go have lunch. We have a really cool lunch at this cool little taco shop in San Diego I like. Um, there was good music on, so it got me in an even better mood. We get back. The guy that's doing the hook pull sees me. says, oh, Unger, come here. I need to talk to you. So I was like, okay, cool. I, we're, we're already going up. <laughs> yeah, this is great. <laughs> yeah. You're pumped up. You're excited. So he pulls me aside says, so I went up to the ceiling and looked at the rafters that are up there and how things are built and how the we're putting the thing in and I don't trust them for your weight. Oh. So at that point, that's what it was. Oh. So I did not go up, but you but were so excited. I was so excited. But it's and a I good thing had you had such an expert that he knew it, to check. It is. Okay, I'm going to go with you on that one. No, no, <laughs> it is. It is, and I'm really appreciative of that. Unger um, and splinters I've might not have been no. a good. Yeah. No, 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 especially tape. since he was pulling people up 15, 20 feet in the air. Uh, if it gave yeah. way at that point. And yeah, that might have been a boo-boo. It's not just the static weight you're swinging and stuff. Right. It's that kinetic weight that's the issue. Yeah, yeah. once you're, if you're static, which means you're just hanging slack. Hanging, yeah. You're hanging still. He had no but problem But when you there. start swinging, it actually, that's that's, that's w- where yeah, he yeah. was worried. And, 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 yeah, so we talked about it and everything. So he's told me, you know, he's, he's we actually chatted on Fet a bit today. He's like, I'm looking forward to putting you up at some point. Come to one of the, the events. Right. There's one in, in Phoenix coming up. Uh, if we do another one in L.A., just, just come. Let me know. I want to do this. Now, where would you have done it? Chest or back? Back. What size hook? Um, I a railroad spike. W- well, no, I mean, seriously, <laughs> it was like a four to a two gauge. Can you explain to people listening how big that is? Um, you catch marlins with those. You, you, ca- you catch sharks. Yeah. Yeah, with, with these. Um, it, it may actually have even been uh, larger. Um, Damn. That's so I we're looking. We're looking at. We're, we're seriously it's a, looking it's at like quarter inch hooks, uh-huh. quarter yeah. inch diameter hooks. Wow, that's a that's a chunk. That that just goes. So chunk. what? They take a scalpel. They cut a. Right. They, they actually take a piercing needle. Piercing needle. So it cuts okay. the tube into you. Right. Same, same, same way we do hooks. It, yeah. Same way we do hook pull. So there, there were some other. There was a, it was a really good event. I'm still high from it. Really. So that's why I'm a little. That's cool. Happy. So you did. You, you did. Some, still did some hook pulls. I and still stuff did like hook that. pulls. There were some cool things. Like uh, I went to get pierced, and they were like a twelve gauge finds. I was like, "Do you have other gauges?" I'm like, well, we have some eights over here. Can I get those? <laughs> She's like, "Yes." And, and frequently, my skin's easy to pierce. So she was like, "That was so easy." You're like, "But I keep hearing I'm like butter." I'm a, just Aww. a lot of butter. Like butter. butter. And then on the other side, she hit a scar. And he's he had scar and tissue, creamy. and it wasn't so easy. <laughs> and then he's bleedy butter, Unger. <laughs> um, but yeah, and, and then I had a hook pull part way out, which led to another really cool, actually, exchange with, with one of the piercers. So it was, it was overall a really good day. I was there for like nice. five hours. Hook not everybody's kink. Well, no, I'm no, sure we have a lot of mine. perverted podcast listeners that are all. Yeah. I'm just going to fast forward through that this is extreme. Part. Yes, it is extreme. But man, the people that I have known that have gone up yeah. and have done that—that that yeah. it is a real experience. And the other thing with this, this is 
the largest hook pull, indoor hook pull ever was in January. It was 150 people, 151. Uh, we had 130. Wow. There were 130 people there doing and pulls. Were the drummers there? There were seven drummers. Damn. And they were playing like 24-inch drums. I would go just for that because I love that. Uh, Lizzie yeah, went just for that. Wow. Lizzie oh, went for she? the experience. <laughs> Lizzie. Lizzie went with me. No, we, we had a great day. Um, she was interested in the class, and she did not want to pull. She did not want to get hooks. She did not want to get pierced. She didn't want to do any of it, but she just wanted to be an experience, and she pulled on me for a while. Oh, that was good. Oh, nice. Which got kind that of funny because really I actually more pulled her across the room. I like it. Unger had a good weekend. That is very you, good. Boogie? I had, had a very good, good weekend. What, uh, Kathy, um, what, <laughs> what is, uh, what's up with Dickless in the Valley? No, we're talking. You. No, there's nothing to talk about You're with me. You're dickless in the valley. Uh, you, n- I'm, no, I'm a dick <laughs> that lives in the valley. That's different. But here we have dickless in the valley. Is there something going on that you need to talk about? I just haven't, for various reasons, haven't gotten a lot of the dick I'm used the to. Creative Here's dick? the thing. I am. The, I know the creative the dick. The creative dick. You haven't got a lot of creative dick. Uh, I get spoiled, frankly, because uh, it just matters circumstance. I've been seeing him more. Lately, and so I get spoiled, and then two weeks will go by with no dick, and I'll be all whiny and wow. just well, bratty. And, rightfully yeah. so. What do you mean? Right? Hey. There are people who have no dick there in are, this world. There are horny people in China <laughs> that get no dick. You should be grateful, young lady. That's how I feel. I should be grateful for the dick I can get. No, there's nothing wrong with you know two weeks yeah, feeling like you, you need some dick. That's when I put out my new BFF. That's true. We've been on really good terms these last two weeks. So have you like completely frayed all the color off it by no, now? No, it's Your Lilo, not that. No. Have, but I, you are having Look, fun I like it. it. I'm having a fantastic time. It will never replace just me giving myself an orgasm. Right. It's fun. It's like yeah. some when I just don't want to do that much work, I just <laughs> whip it out, insert it in somewhere in the folds, that's, turn that's, it on, and, and, uh, yeah. and rock and roll. Yeah. All right, so you're not completely without uh, tingly time. That's true. What about you, Boogie? I other than uh, just count bad bacula. That's Why are you count bad bacula? <laughs> because I mean, most people know I have chronic back. I have some arthritis. I got run over by cars and stuff when I was younger, and uh, and so as you get older, that stuff develops arthritis, and so I have a little arthritis in my lower back, and so I have chronic pain, and I live with a lot of pain. And uh, sometimes you have, you know, you know, good seasons and then you have bad seasons. And this has just been an awful season, like not sleeping, not uh, rolling around up, not able to any legs on fire, radiating pain type of thing. And I really wasn't ready for it. And this past couple of weeks, it's just been really shitty. I started going to a chiropractor and they crank and crank and whatever. And then I kicked that wall, and so I had a bad leg. I had to go to the ER for that, and then I had a bad leg and a bad back. And so I was, you know, dealing with that, and then had to, you know, got an infection in the leg with the bad back, and then I got through that, and then all of a sudden, okay, finally we get through that, and, like, I have, like, two days, and I'm like, okay, well, I can at least sleep a little bit. And then Mew and I started going to the gym, and, uh, you know, so she's, she's, uh, she's Buffzilla, and, and I guess I'm Beefcake. We we do not look like we fit in a gym, by the way. No. <laughs> we, she wears, like, giant pajamas. Like, we just are so, I don't give a fuck. And we're goofing off and, you know, just being totally inappropriate. Uh, but we're at the gym, and, and I take it really easy because I don't want any more injuries. And no, I still injured my shoulder. And so now I can't lift my arm. And now I'm dealing with 
you know, pain in the arm and, and the and, and it just wears on you after a fucking while. After a few weeks you just start you know, and I know there's people who are in a lot of chronic pain constantly and people who deal with different diseases and stuff like that that's a lot of pain. And I don't fucking know how they do it. Because it drives you fucking mad. Right. It really drives you mad. Do so. they have like a, a sauna or something in that? No, I mean, I do heating pads. You know, that's the cool thing about, you know, uh, being kinky is like we have TENS units and heating pads and all sorts of little things. And and Mew has been fantastic with the rolling pin. You know, I mean, she just rolling pins daddy back into <laughs> life. And sometimes Bunny comes in and they both rolling pin me back. Like, And it's just, it's embarrassing. I'm embarrassed. I'm just going to be real, real straight shooter. It's humiliating, and it's and I know it's a part of getting old, and I know it's a part of having problems. But when you're dating, you know, two amazing, vibrant young women, and then our other lovers uh, and stuff like that, and you get in that mode where all of a sudden I can't be, you know, that that guy that I want to be. That's a shitty feeling. And especially when you're like, ow, I'm in pain. I'm, and they, you can see they feel bad and they're helpless because they can't. So I feel real bad for them that they have to sit through it. Um, but, yeah, it's been it, – I'm just being honest. It's yeah. been kind of a fucking and bummer. And you know what sucks even more is that you feel humiliated and embarrassed for something that you have no control over. It's not like you can control what your body does. You can try yeah. and make it somewhat better, but age is going to – Yeah, no matter – you, yeah. that's just what you have to do. So, uh, so I feel real connected – with a lot of the people out there that I've known over the years that have dealt with chronic pain and, and some people that have done it a lot longer than me, you know, that start a lot younger uh, when they have injuries or something like that. And I, I just got to tell you, man, it, it takes it takes a lot out of you. And I, I really feel for the people that have done this longer and do it worse. The only thing I'll say is I'm a drug addict, so I can't take anything. So that's that's the one thing that makes it really lame. It's like if I was a drunk, I just fucking drink myself to sleep every night. Fuck the pain. But it is it is a little rough doing it without meds. Right. It is. But, you know, I got amazing people in my life. I got an amazing show. I have an amazing co-host. We have an amazing ogre. Uh, <laughs> I, I just, you know, I just got to be really grateful for, for what's going on right now. So the pain hopefully will subside and I'll feel better. And uh, and then we'll get on to some shit. Get on to some. Cra- I got to chainsaw an ass earlier. You did not. Is I, that what I, what I saw on Bunny's well, butt? Well, well, I I did the chainsaw flogger on Mew uh-huh. on Saturday at the at the party, and uh, and freaked some people out because um, it is it's a used chainsaw blade. I turned it into a flogger, and you fold it out, and you know it's used, so it's not as sharp, but it's still you're going to bleed, and so it's like a vampire glove. It's very similar to the effect of a vampire glove, and she bled all over the place, and and that was great, and then. So Bunny was like, hey, uh, I wasn't there that night, and uh, I want my butt with the chainsaw. Uh So I tied Mew up. I tied her up, and I made her kneel while I – that's why – let's see on her face. That's still – that's Bunny's blood (laughs) because I tied tied her up and made her sit there, and I just – you know, started working on Bunny, and then her butt started bleeding, and then I just grabbed Mew by the hair and just rubbed her face in the blood. And uh, <laughs> that's, I think you, between you and Unger, anybody who's listening who's even this is a little bit squeamish. No one's listening to this show. <laughs> don't care. I'm in pain. I'm grumpy. <laughs> if I'm going to suffer, you're going to fucking suffer with me. But it was great. It was actually really sexy. And then I we threw Mew down and, uh, 
and then uh, you know bunny mounted her face and so the blood and pussy and it was fucking hot uh-huh. it was really hot yeah that's what we do that's what you do here that's, in the that's, love that's lab that's what we kind of do that's what we do mm-hmm. that helps you deal with mental herpes let's put a logic condom on our brain now we're better protected from a king shaming world <laughs> I just realize Unger's tearing his hair out and shaking it because from his perspective he just hears silence what? he doesn't know that we're playing the jingle <laughs> what and he's probably looking over going he's like why are they, did they stop talking that's exactly what i'm thinking i'm sitting here <laughs> typing away in the chat and then you guys suddenly stop and i'm like wait what's what and just bobbing our heads <laughs> like we're well, well, like, special did, education did, patients did someone yeah. die because we talked <laughs> Some, about that yeah. last week that's fine. That's Am I, or, or is my hair on fire and I don't realize? <laughs> Nobody wants <laughs> to tell just, you. No, we'll start smacking you. They'll just start smacking. We just get it's just yeah, throwing the me girls and Ann, Mew, and Bunny are just like, I don't know they what don't they're doing. They're, they're Whatever. This guys. is that I'm show. Over here. Let's get into this topic because this is a good one. <laughs> oh, you know what? For your peace of mind, just, you know, we got permission. <laughs> Forgot to do this. Not that anyone's listening. I know. <laughs> We're always convinced nobody's listening. No, no, no. Today, really. Today, no, today they'll, yeah. they'll tune out. All right. So this one is from written by Homegrown Honey, and she wrote a post called "Topping from the Bottom." She says, "I love brats. I do. They're fun. Good for you. Shut up, Boogie." But there's a big difference between a brat who wants to submit. And a twat rocket that wants to throw a shit fit because Big Daddy Dom dude hasn't texted her in five minutes. She uses these fits of rage to set her own rules and then says, But I'm a brat. No, you're not. Quit lying to yourself and to your D-type. Brats want to submit. They don't want to top from the bottom. You have to force their obedience, not their submission. Don't call yourself a brat, but really just be one of those people who want to only submit on your terms. You give my little sassy brats a bad name. I give a clap for that. <laughs> I give a clap. <laughs> you like that because you are just. <laughs> and we, we now find out why you. We resonate. have brats. We have achieved the level of Kathy Brat. <laughs> I really, I, I enjoy these because we do talk about bratty and topping from the bottom. And for those of you that are new to Perverted Podcast and maybe the BDSM kink community, there is a kind of little revolution going on where they are changing the term brat from meaning asshole, shitty, entitled kid that should be smacked to a more playful, non-malicious kind of personality. So brat doesn't necessarily mean anymore that you're a shitty person. It just means that you're very playful and you like the cat and mouse. And so when the, so the more of these types of posts that come out, the more we actually see that word taking on uh, a new meaning, which I actually think is positive because the fun brats are fun. It's a lot of fun. If you can let your ego down <laughs> for a little bit and realize <laughs> you're not going to always just be in control, um, the creativity and you, you're, you're, Kathy, when you're bratty, it, it is, I know why creative explorer loves it maybe i don't get a boner like he gets (laughs) when you're a brat but it is creative it is fun and it's lighthearted and it and it's exciting but there is a difference between being shitty and trying to control um your top 
and just being playful and playing that cat and mouse. Well, yeah, and I, I suppose that I don't have a, a negative association with the word brat ever before, long before I got into BDSM because I don't know why. We used to use the word brat in a playful way when we were referring to our, our, our dogs, our pets. Mm. Oh, he's being such a brat. You know, look how cute he is. And and so I just don't have that negative connotation. Yeah, I had completely different. When you were yeah. co- when you were called a brat in the in, in when I was a kid, you were you were just basically a shitty kid that yeah. had bad parents or they didn't raise you right or you were spoiled and it was always spoiled brat was was, was really often. Right. And so now it's just it's for me I really had to get used to it. I don't really like the term brat. Because I, for me, I still have so much of that negative that's with it. And, like, um, my girls uh, can be incredibly uh, bratty and sometimes even cross that line <laughs> to where uh, I go, okay, look, yeah, there's the grins. Just <laughs> the guilty. They just both just looked <laughs> yeah. off into space. What? Well, Not this me, ass- her. <laughs> is this asshole talking? It's her. But um, I really like... Um, the poster when they said that brats want to submit because it kind of as the uber dominant i have to realize that some submissive some people that want to submit they have to have a certain amount of cat and mouse they aren't just going to naturally just just walk into the room and that's a certain type of person that's just automatically they walk into the room they want to kneel they want to give up that control that's wonderful that's a wonderful personality, but most people aren't like that. Most people, they have to take care of their lives, and they adult, and they you know, work their jobs and their things, so they have some level where they have to adult and be in control, and so to give up that submission, there's kind of like a little thing that has to happen where you kind of, as the dominant, you have to take it, because uh, cat and yeah. mouse, there's a chase. Exactly, and and she nailed it when she says you have to force their obedience, not their submission. Right. Because they do want to submit. And I would be, uh, my life would be a lot easier if if I were heavily weighed more on one side where I were like 80% submissive and only 20% dominant. I would have. I wouldn't have the fighting in my own head. I wouldn't have that cognitive dissonance. But I'm fucked because I'm pretty much. I'm fifty fifty. I I'm fiercely independent, very strongly independent, and but there's a part of me that wants to be taken care of, that wants to be handled and told what to do, and and gets off on it. So. Creative Explorer laughs because he thinks it's the funniest thing in the world when he orders me to do something and he watches my face. Because he just watches he the struggle. Yes. And he loves the struggle. And there are, and I know when he, sometimes he puts up with it because he thinks it's hilarious and he's very entertained. And he'll flat out say, I'm just going to watch you struggle for a while because I'm, this, is, uh, this is very entertaining. And he'll watch me just say, no, I can't, no, no I'm not going to kneel or do whatever the fuck it is he wants me to do. And he has a good time. And then when he's, he's done, he grabs my hair and he forces me to do it anywhere and, and he gets his way. And other times he, he takes it out of my hands. He takes the power out of my hands. And it, he, I don't know whether he, sometimes I think I assign way too much intelligence to him. 
But Sometimes I think he's winging it, yes. but he does it in a way where he just doesn't let you know. And he's after not it, fess up to and it. after it works, he just kind of goes, "Do you see what I, I did there? I, I did that see? on purpose. I did that. That wasn't that was meant." But there is he does he can tell when I'm struggling and it's actually starting to harm me. Right. And at that time, he will step in and and take the decision out of my hands. And I'm I'm forever grateful when he does that because that there really is that fight within me and that fight within me it. I express it as in a very playful way and it comes out like a playful brat. So that that I'm feeling that way is one thing that I choose to express it in a f- playful way and, and say no when he with a huge smile on my face when he says do something is just the way it comes out for me. Absolutely. And I, so I th- one of the things that I had to think about because as I get more apparently everyone calls me a brat magnet cuz even though I like <laughs> so want to just have that submissive i don't like working as much sometimes and sometimes uh my partners have to understand that that sometimes i'm not in the mood to fight i'm not in the mood to play the cat and mouse and to deal with the bratty thing and as long as everyone understands that as long as everyone understands that there are going to be times where i'm just going to opt to not play with you because I'm just not in that place. I'm not in that place to deal with the bratty, pouty, you know, disobedient kind of thing. And and that's got to be okay. There's got to be a time where I can just say, I'm not into this right now. This is not my headspace. Because it takes a lot of effort to do the Red Sonja thing and, like, you know... Play the battle of wits and, you know, take the shots and and then get them, you know, to where we can, you know, go into that submission. That takes a lot of work. And there's just honestly sometimes where I'm like, I don't want to play this game. And I think we we do pretty good about feeling that out, that they they read me better and better, that they understand that there's there's times where I'm like, I have a plan and I want you to follow it. And and if you're not into that, that's totally cool. And if you're having that dissonance, that's totally cool. But this isn't the time that I'm going to play. Because right. if I didn't do that, and they still were trying to force me into that, that's topping from the bottom. Then you've crossed over into the bad zone. Yeah, yeah. now you're into topping from the bottom. So as long as everyone's kind of cool that most of the time I'm going to be engaging in that because I enjoy that, that challenge. Um but as long as everyone out there in perverted podcast land understands that you get to be yourself in all of these dynamics. And if there's a point where you're on the top and you're, you know, because we all say, hey, you should be able to deal with a little brattiness, you know, toughen up and blah, blah, blah. But it, if there is a time where you're like, I'm just not into it, you just need to express that. You really just need to stand up and express that. Yeah. You know what? Right now, I really need a fucking submissive. I need somebody who just wants to let me... Yeah. Take control. And that's your prerogative. Absolutely. And uh, everybody does it a different way. So, Unger, you kind of looked over here when we were talking about brats. Do you want to weigh in on this? I I don't remember. (laughs) Once again, the silence. (laughs) They're like dead air. This is a special show. (laughs) It's a special, special show. I did. They can't all be magic, Kathy. They can't. They just can't. I can't stop. What? Pull it together, slut. I'm a professional. <laughs> no, that you is not what? true. I'm so not. What are we doing? Perverted mailbox? Yeah, I'm Now I have to move it around. Wait a minute. 
Okay. Well, I have notes in a certain order. I understand. Just go. Just, just, I Alrighty. So, uh, perverted mailbox. This is mujer sumisa, which means submissive woman in Spanish. I had no idea that that was the Spanish word for submissive. Nice. Who wrote to us and said, I binge listened to PP on my very turbulent flight back from Japan and blasted y'all on my headphones to try and distract from all of the movement. Just wanted to say thanks for that. It made me wonder if anyone else on the flight was listening to your podcast. There seems to be a trend of people doing weird podcast stuff in public. And I just got to say. <laughs> or they're just trying to avoid some <laughs> shitty part of their life. Like a turbulent flight, like they're going to die. I just think it's funny that you think you might die on a plane. I'm going to put up perverted podcasts. I'm going to listen to perverted podcasts, so the last fucking thing you hear is me. (laughs) That is... I don't know if that gives me a, like, ego boner, or I feel bad for you. Like, really, you know, you figure going out, you're just going down, you're like, fuck it, I'm going to think about, you know, things in my life. And you just hear me going, man, my back hurts. We're going down. We're going down. (laughs) But in public, do you remember uh, Southern Bookworm? She wrote to us about collaring, and we did a whole segment on what we knew about collaring. She says, I listened to the episode today, and thank you for talking about collaring. I may have screamed in excitement a little bit when I heard my FET name. You guys... Don't scream in public Dude, when you're listening scream hard. to perverted podcast. Scream hard and just jump up and down. <laughs> grab a random dude's hand and just put it on your junk and you say, I'm hot! <laughs> I'm hot! <laughs> Why no, can't women sexually harass men? <laughs> Why shouldn't women just start? Let's just, you know, two wrongs. Let's let's have them make a right, God damn we're, it. I, we're gonna, you're going to edit that part out, right? Nope. <laughs> women just starts just being like creepy weird. Start with Even me. Mew is shaking her head. Just at women you. should start sexually harassing men because this oh, is just way out of proportion. To. Yeah, what? but like women, you don't want. See, that's the thing. That's you, what men get don't the men, get. Women, you don't. Want. Men think everyone fucking wants them, so that that women are just being frigid if they ignore their advances. You got to be picked up on by people that you're not into, and then you'll get it. And most people aren't into dudes. <laughs> I don't. Know. Where are you? Going with I don't this. know. Sexually harassed. <laughs> <laughs> My head got boo boos. <laughs> I feel like shit. I haven't slept well in a couple of weeks. Uh, I'm getting punchy. Okay. Is that it? Well, that was that it. the it was two? two. That was the two. Funny things of people doing things in public. This is not the only time we've gotten an email about people doing at stuff work in or in public. Or I still remember the one that. That the mom heard the radio and she yes. skidded across the floor <laughs> naked. That's my bunny. Put down the knife. What is she doing? She's, she's just cutting she's things. just cutting shit. And she said, "Bunny, put down." The, I know it's. What it did? She's just holding <laughs> she's this giddy. giant knife. She's putting it in things. Just giant stabbing random stuff, and now she can't figure out how to close the knife, and she's going to end herself. Don't cut your subcon. Sometimes we just want to talk about shit. So here it is. A random host topic, bitches. (laughs) Silence again. I'm starting to (laughs) like this show more and more as it just gets weirder and weirder. All right, so host topic... Uh, I, your, your topic, kind of a. I, I can't say it's a rant because it's not. It's it's a normal thing, 
and I've done it, and a lot of people do it, and I just wanted to kind of, to just kind of make it. Let's address this now because you it's address been it, a, Boogie. I will address it, Kathy, All right. and we'll see if we can get the kids out in perverted podcast land. The kids into the kids, <laughs> my kids. I feel a sense of you know decrepitude. De- <laughs> shut up. <laughs> okay, so recently. I've noticed there's been a number of individuals that have had um, negative feelings over kind of like people taking like their idea, like something they've been working on or maybe thinking about, or maybe even they have an event and somebody else, uh, you know, starts doing something similar. And, and so they kind of have this whole kind of like you, like it's an unethical thing that somebody, you stole my idea you know, of this thing. And I just, I just really wanted it to be said. <laughs> just look at the look at your face. I'm going to say it real I'm nice. Waiting. I'm saying <laughs> nobody invented kink. Nobody invented BDSM. And whatever idea that you had that you think is massively original has probably been thought up by every fucking pervert that came before you who is into that same kink. Yep. And and it's it's because when I came when I first came in to the lifestyle like 9 years ago, you know, I really had this whole I want to be do something original. Like I saw all these different types of play and I'm like I'm going to do something original, you know, so I like make my mark, you know, and really, you know, benefit the world with my awesome, you know, kinkness. And so I remember I used to, like, come up with ideas, and I'd be like, hey, I want to get, like, a thing, you know, where uh, you know, we bend, you bend bottoms over our laps, and we sit around, and we have, like, a drum circle, but it's spanking. And then I'd go, huh? And, like, literally, there'd be, like, ten people around, and there'd always, there'd always be <laughs> someone that'd be like, oh, we did that last summer. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, let's do that. And you're like, ah. And I came up with like literally like 800 things and like everyone had been thought of. And I had to just realize that, okay, not discrediting my creativity because it was new to me. It was a new idea to me. But it really helped me see that anything that has been thought of by me has been thought of by somebody else. Maybe I think of a different way to do it or I create a different type of event. And as far as parties go and events go, maybe... Um, maybe you'll have a different angle on that party because I've noticed in our community in Los Angeles, we have kind of, we have a lot of different clubs. We have a lot of different parties. Um, they're all, you know, different levels of kink or they're just general kink BDSM parties. And there's kind of like a friendly competition. You know, we're all here doing the same thing. There's 7 million people in Los Angeles, so no one can really complain that there's not enough people for our six or seven clubs, but you still hear that like, oh, you stole this idea or you're doing this or you shouldn't do this. Like when we, we started the gaming party, you know, at, at Threshold. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, one per- yeah, the, the, the one you stole from somebody? The one I stole from Billy, yes. Um, Dr. Billy. I stole, and then we gave it back to him, and now it's, and it's amazing. amazing yeah. But th- somebody else had a party that was doing a gaming night party, and we had been, Unger and I had been talking about doing a gaming party and a D&D party and that stuff. I remember for, for a years. Long for years. Time. A lot of years. And so when we started that party, somebody else already had a gaming party, and then they kind of said some like, oh, you stole my idea kind of shit, whatever. Um, and then I remember when there was another party um, 
uh, Club Awakening at Sanctuary, which is a good party, and they do sampler booths, you know, for new people, yeah, like little samplers. I remember that. And I remember there were some people around our end that were like, oh, we've been doing sampler booths at, you know, Biz Baz and Karn Karn for it's like, like five up. years. Shut the fuck up. You didn't invent sampler booths. Exactly. You know? We we get it to is, do you these. You get bitter. You, you people, people get people, that, yeah. like, I created this, and it's just like, hey, I understand if you've been working on something for a long time and somebody comes along and does it better, but welcome to a free fucking market society. People have the, the freedom to take an idea and make it better or to do it differently. And when you're in a big city like this, we have enough room for 80 gaming parties. You know, it's just we have to go out and get more people into kink because they're out there. So I just thought it, it was kind of this is like my little... Like, hey, let's take a minute. Like, right, we have a, like, uh, fucking Chloe who's been on the show before, uh, and and Unger and uh, and some other people. You know, we've all had pet parties in the the planning stage for a long time, a very long time. And yeah. uh, and so now there's another group. Uh, and Bunny's go. Bunny uh, spoke on a panel uh, for this group that's having it, and it's like huh, at Sanctuary, and and they're going to do a pet play party. And so I just already know. That when we come out, and because we're planning our pet play party, I don't know when we're doing that, in December or something? Unger? I'm sorry? When is when are we doing a pet play party? November. November. Yeah. So I just wanted it to be said, like, preemptively, because every time somebody does something, just let it go. I know, because the, you're not privy to what that other, how long that other person has been planning it. You're not privy to a lot of what's going on and and as you say this is a big enough community now i have to say we're all very uh respectful of one another right if another group came up and purposely went after it on the same night that you do it at the same time within a two mile radius of you then that's a dick move and you can talk about that and say sure. your choices you deliberately d- did something but i know that Almost every club out here that's w- in we Southern all California. Yes, and we, we look at each other's calendars and we make sure that we're not uh, deliberately hold- hosting a party that's like uh, like Domination, for instance. Sure, sure. When we decided to start doing that, we looked around to see who's, who's throwing a femdom party. We're definitely not going to have it on the same night. Right. Why not have it two weeks after they do it? It's perfect. That way everybody gets... A, to choose throughout the month, do I go to this one or that one or both? Hey, I can do both because they're not sure, in the same they're night. Not the same. And that I think I think we've done pretty good about that. You know, and, and a perfect example is like, hey, at every weekend there's ten opportunities for a BDSM party, so you're not going to be able to always do it. And there have been times where there's been miscommunications between groups and stuff. Um, so I guess the thing that I want to say for people building communities in their own area, work with your other groups if there's multiple groups in that area reach out to each other say hey we're planning a party don't be just try not to get hung up on your idea because i thought i said well how would this fuck with me like what thing that like pussy cookies like what would i say if somebody took up and said we're gonna do because obviously i invented pussy cookies (laughs) i have a song about pussy cookies but how so, much you want to bet that someone has done it in private? I'm sure just, they probably have, you know. but they would never admit it because they know I did it the best. Oh what? Oh, my God. 
Leaf blower versus vagina. Okay, I'm pretty sure, Anne Anne, that's been done, and we're going to do that <laughs> on you again just to get a second opinion, but not on Bunny because she looks like she wants to stab me with the dagger that she won't stop playing with. <laughs> oh, she just smiled big. But, but <laughs> like, say, like, what if someone said, hey, I want to do a pussy cookies party? I didn't invent cookies, and I sure the fuck didn't invent pussies. So why not? Why not? Take but you would get a. It's it's okay. Look, in my opinion, it's I don't okay, think I would. I but really it's don't okay think I would. to just go. Ouch! Okay, now it's over. I mean, that initial okay, I, no, response. If it was is initial like, response, man. if it was done, Dicky. But but I would be for me. I'd be kind of honored because it, it was like, hey, you know, I helped to start. Like the blacklight party was perfect. Like, there weren't a lot of blacklight parties in Los Angeles, and at Threshold, Unger and I and, and Abyss, we kind of put together the blacklight party, but those were really big on the East Coast, like Florida. There's a lot of blacklight stuff in Florida, and they've done some stuff out here, but if other people picked up a blacklight party as a theme for a party, why not? It's fun. You know, you can do the... I just... Do you understand what I'm saying? Am I, I, am I just ranting because I'm in pain? No, but, but I'm I, just I saying just that a lot of people would, would get butthurt at first, and it takes some effort to push that butthurt away and get philosophical like you just did. So I can underst- I fully understand someone getting a little meh, 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 meh. That's right. fine. No, you're, not su- you're, you're human. You're not supposed to be a robot. Uh, but when, when you take to FetLife and you start posting stuff or you start telling other people and, and ranting and yeah. raving, it's like, then I, yeah, I have now no you're, sympathy for you. Yeah, because there's enough people. Yeah. There's fucking 7 billion people on Earth. 15% of them are kinky. The war's out there, man. <laughs> the war's out there. Those are the people. And, and if, they're going to want, uh, you know, you get tired of going to the same femdom party all the fucking sure. time. You're going to be happy when you see one prop, crop, crop up over here and another one crop up over there. It's I great. Think so. I say the more the merrier. Let's get it. Yes. Obviously, if so you're about this pet party. About this pet <laughs> party. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> really? You guys are. Fi- you've been talking about this forever. You're finally going to do it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. There, there's there's the a pets. lot of pets. There's a huge pet in the last year or two. The pets have literally just come out. I want to bring my pet. Like people are really, really starting to understand and embrace their their. Their animal, whatever is it, kitten, a bunny, a iguana, a, you know, dragon, mythical creature, whatever. <laughs> People are really starting to get into this, and I think it's amazing to, to see a room full of people just go off and play with stuff. What so, are these two doing? Uh, they're, that's their... She's... <laughs> Anne Anne's a dra- like Anne's, dragons. <laughs> she kind of looks like a... With short little T-Rex a arms. <laughs> dragon with problems. <laughs> Just a problem Mental dragon. problems. Special needs dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Just blows smoke out of its own ear and then she it irritates a, the she ear. She needs a helmet or something. Oh, my God. I don't even know. Are I don't know where we are. You moved everything around. Are we on show 126 yet? Sometimes love is less than nice. You may need some fucking advice right now. Uh, You know, we're... Get a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> Get a therapist. <laughs> I just went straight to the end. <laughs> if you need therapy, just please get therapy. Oh, wait, we're doing it again. We haven't checked in with Unger. Unger. <laughs> Unger, young man. He's yeah, been laughing yeah. over there a lot. Yes, Boogie. He's Good show, Hunger. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's a fantastic show. What's going on we in the can, chat room? And um, what's your name in the chat room? Uh, um, Why? He always hangs his head. My name this week is PP Mod Nobody. 
weird. You're like the unknown comet. Kind of. Kind of. It was kind of a joke. Um, some of Aki was saying. Oh, I think we just lost internet. So if you're on the chat when this is happening, when you're here tomorrow, reflect back. We, we, and yeah, <laughs> just, just so you know, we lost internet just now. Wait, we don't stream uh, live. So. <laughs> so that's why I'm not room. talking about the the anime stuff. Uh, um, but uh, so just the crate, the usual. So I've crazy, lost it. Right? So I don't even have what was there. Um, we we were going down some pretty mean anime things, and um, oh, we had a great moment here <laughs> with Anne. With Anan? Yes. Basically, these the three people I in our so audience are in the chat room. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, no, just two of us. Okay, so That's what happened? <laughs> are you okay with me? Yeah. Yeah, we ask now. <laughs> I can just say it was a great moment and leave it at that. But um, someone was talking, we were talking about kinks and stuff, and someone was talking about consent. And I forget exactly how it went, but someone was like, what about doing something with a donkey, a snake, and a bird? And right after that, Anne post, yes, <laughs> to a previous thing, but it was just the timing was just so perfect. <laughs> oh, really, that Anne? Anne. Tiny. <laughs> so a little. And then, uh, and then right after, no! <laughs> <laughs> Anne, Anne wants some donkey dick <laughs> <laughs> with a snake and a gopher, too. What are the, what are the, this is why people should join us in the chat. Anne, Anne wants to fuck like a this. farm. <laughs> She's hiding under a blanket and now. for anime fans, um, Aki was posting pics about uh, Nina from Full Metal Alchemist. And if you're an anime fan, you know exactly. We just started watching Full Metal Alchemist <laughs> today. Mew oh, is like. Oh, so you're, you're not quite to, to no, this point yet. No. All I know is it's just crazy. Yeah, I'm like, can we just if, go back to Steinsgate already? She posted. Wait look at, look at Kathy. Okay. I know what you're saying. See, because now I'm hip. No, you're not. Now I'm not old yeah. anymore because oh, I'm down no. with the anime. Is that you're what you're down, down with? with 15-year-old anime. What's that one punch <laughs> One punch dude? <laughs> the one punch guy or what is it? One, one punch, punch man. man. Yeah. I watched one episode of that. It pissed me off. And then what's the other? like you. Everything else is kind of. <laughs> what? <laughs> I am one punch man. No, <laughs> I'm not. No, I'm Okarin. Okay. Okarin from fucking Steinsgate. Ocarine? No? You guys don't know. It's Have you seen Steins Gate? No. Then why are you shaking your fucking head that I don't look like Ocarine? No, She's we're laughing our head at that you. We don't get, we've never seen yeah. it. We don't get you either. Hey, green bananas and microwaves. Don't forget it. Just don't ever forget I'm gonna it. i try that when I get home. So let's give some advice to someone. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Let me get my notes. Huh? Yes, you go back in that crazy-ass chat room talking about weird shit. Tess6203 wrote to us, and she said... I get along with lots of older people, mainly 28 and over. I should say she's 18. (laughs) Come on over. I tell them outright, I am not looking for a relationship. School is very important to me right now. I'm still figuring myself out. We are just friends. They all say, I understand. No problem. Just friends. Got it. The next conversation, they'll say, I really thought you wanted more. I realized I wanted more. So do you want to go out with me? When can I get out of the friend zone? Are you through? Yeah. I don't know if I'm not being clear or firm enough or if I'm sending the wrong message. It had happened so much lately that I've started to wonder if it's me. I don't like disappointing people, so I am torn. Um, 18. 18, and man. 18 is, is wonderful because there's still a certain level of optimism. <laughs> and we don't want to crush that optimism. Let's not crush it. But I'm going to. Okay, go ahead. Um... I'll crush it with you. Yeah, men suck. <laughs> Just say <laughs> it's, we're done. End of the show. Thank you very much. <laughs>
Oh my god! Stop hitting all the boobs! Stop this! What? This is what it's like. Hey, you guys don't hear anything. That's what it's like in my head, by the way. Oh, why did you hit everybody? I don't know. I hit one and my fat fucking pain fingers hit. Don't blame it on your arthritis. My arthritis. What were we talking about? I don't know. Literally obliterated (laughs) every thought. I feel pure and innocent now. 18 year old Tess. Yeah, she should come over. No. She's working stuff out. No. What I gather is. Is that she says, let's just be friends. I don't want to play with you. I don't want to flirt with you. And she's been specific about that. Not just, I'm not interested in a relationship. But I think she's just saying no. She's just going to the friend zone and saying, oh, I can be your friend. I'm just going to be honest. And I'm sure there is a small percentage of not gay men that um, can actually be friends with a woman without a sexual agenda. But most men who are attracted to women will sometimes they will take a friendship as a, like kind of a secondary, like, okay, obviously, you know, we're not going to do this, but you're still a cool person. You know, let's talk and exchange some friendship. But literally most, I don't, uh, if, if I'm attracted to you, I'm attracted to you. And I'm always going to have that in my mind. Now then I have lots of people that I have, gone into that zone with into the friend zone but it doesn't mean it's not in the back of my mind that yeah we're buddies and or you got a boyfriend or you know they got something you know going on so that's fine men that are attracted to women are attracted to women the problem is is when they lie about it and that's what she's experiencing and is the that they're trying to they're, they're trying to pretend that yeah. they're okay with it but the reality is is they're not okay with it and you can pretty much trust that they're always going to have in the back of her mind that is this a potential is this do I just have to wait a little bit because some people go into the friend zone because they don't know how to communicate that I really just need to get to know you this is what we're saying in our head in our head we're saying oh she just needs some time to get to know me maybe I shouldn't say we maybe I should say me no, because I don't want to take credit for fucking assholes. No, lying. no, no. I think you're saying what most men think. But I, when I kind of take things at face value, but we're in a community like that. You yeah. know, we meet people for real. That's true. I mean, uh, I struggled with how to how to answer this because uh, you said let's not crush your spirit. No, but, we're crushing it. Just, okay, just, just well, then it. cynical Kathy is coming out. Yeah. I can't help it because uh, men suck, and uh, <laughs> men are going to lie to you all the time. And women will, too. Uh, yes, but we're talking about men now. Yeah, it's true. I right. just wanted to throw that I in. Ch- I totally agree. I'm not disagreeing with you. Except to me, because I'm awesome, and why would you lie to me? Because no. I'm awesome, right? No. Why are they not making eye contact because with me? That, they that really know worries you. me. They know you. Uh, no, they, they do, and um, they're going to tell you what you want to hear, because they at least want to think that they're in there, and they're going to wait for the best time that they think they can come out and say, can, when can I get out of the fucking friend zone? So, and, and in... Her writing, she writes that she is honest to a fault because she holds honesty and authenticity uh, as something very important to her in her life. So for somebody who is honest, it is close to impossible to understand the dishonesty of other people. Sure. Most are probably playing a game. There's a certain level of dishonesty with that. 
but there is a percentage of people that really like the sound of their own voice because I used to be like that. I really wanted to be Prince Charming. I liked the sound of it. I just wasn't good at the application. So I would say things and then I would be like, you're really, it just, all of a sudden I would realize I got to abort mission because I'm actually not capable of holding that. Like I, I've wanted to be friend. This, I was obviously much, much younger. And I would go to the friend zone with people, but then I would be like those guys, you know, to where I would be like, oh man, I really thought I would be able to, you know, turn this around and make this person see how amazing I am and then like me. And then I would, you know, obviously realize that wasn't the case. And so what'd I, you do? You would bail. I would, right? yeah, I would bail. Okay. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do the dripping, you know, whatever thing. Right. But do you know a lot of men who would do that? Who say, okay, well, I'm going to step back because it turns out. Yeah, that but I can't even do at that. that point, now you're kind of a dick because you led someone on that you would be a friend to them, and now you're pulling away. So I mean, that's pretty much what I would do. Honesty isn't al- doesn't always make you feel good. No, it doesn't. Okay, not. so if you're somebody who is honest and you take it upon yourself to live the most honest life you can, which let me tell you is not an easy thing to do. I don't know uh, too many people who lots can do of rejection. That. Yes. Honesty equals lots Honesty of rejection. Honesty doesn't mean you're going to lead a, a happy-go-lucky life and everything is going to be great. So, uh, as I was saying, if you're somebody who holds honesty in high regard in your life and in the life of others, you find it hard to understand people who don't. You think that most people are like you. That most people, even if they can't achieve it, understand the importance of authenticity and honesty. So, when you encounter one person after another lying to you over and over and over again, you start to doubt your own experience. You start to mm. doubt what's happening. Is it, just like she says, is it me? Is it, are they reading something that, that I is coming across that I didn't even understand or know was coming across? Because you, it's baffling. It's confusing as hell for somebody who, who leads their life in that way and doesn't understand why the person standing in front of him isn't doing the same thing. Sure. So uh, I I understand her her confusion. So it's not you. It you, really not the, is not. You're not you. the issue. No, you just have to understand that you you live in a in a shitty world where a lot of people will lie to you to get what they want. It doesn't mean that they're horrible, horrible, horrible people. Because we all manipulate our environment, our surroundings to get what we want. Nobody lives their life 100% honestly. If they do, I've never met them. Sure. But you have to understand that you are going to be this lone reed in a sea of people who are just doing their best and most of them fail miserably. You're going to have, I I mean, I don't want to make our poster think that she's... Out alone. I, I mean, there are there are a lot of people out there. I'm sorry, you let cynical Kathy out. She's uh, no, out. that's fine. Um, but uh, <laughs> but it's not an absolute. You're not going to live, you know, the spinster, you know, kind of life, and nobody is ever going to be honest with you. But it is less. A it lot is less. less. It is a lot yes. less to find those people that are upfront, especially online. Yes, that's another thing. Especially online, you're going to have a lot of people because these are people that are now. Then once again, if you're in a place that doesn't have a large community, online is your only hope for meeting people who you can relate to on a kinky level. But you are going to have to. You're going to have to go through a lot of frogs to get to a friend, Prince. Unfortunately, especially if you are an 18 year old. 
good-looking girl with lots of pretty pictures on your profile, and you are going to attract a lot of scum. Or you're just going to attract a lot of people that want to get in your pants. And do it in a shitty way. That is true. Yeah. Now, now, look, you did go cynical. I'm totally cynical. I don't know she, why I'm trying to back up dudes. She's not going back in the box. No. No. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. Cynical Kathy's out. That's fine. Follow, Fuck em. Fuck followed em by Bitter Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> followed by Bitter Kathy and Dickless in the Valley, and Kathy. Dickless Kathy. <laughs> this is it. I'm in pain. You're dickless. This show was fucking doomed. Doomed from the start, Kathy. Men are pigs. Men are pigs. <laughs> That is our show. Thank you, Threshold, for providing this perverted playground for us to record in. You know what? If you're in the Los Angeles or surrounding area, visit Threshold.org and find out about joining their kinky family. Thank you to everyone in the Love Lab tonight, and especially to Anger and everybody in the chat room. <laughs> he looks like the headless He literally horseman. just pinned his shirt around his head. And thank you to these three lovely ladies who have just sat here on their computers and tablets and phones. <laughs> just and ignored us. And, and stabbed <laughs> things. And <laughs> If you have questions, comments, or ideas, please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com. And I'm telling you guys, please email us because I got nothing left for next week. Oh, we'll come up with some oh, stuff. Oh, please email us at pervertedpodcast.gmail.com <laughs> and visit pervertedpodcast.com. And finally, they can't all be winners, but I, I actually like some of the things we talked about today. And uh, Did you like Cynical Kathy? I, uh, cynical, well, <laughs> had some time to get used to her. <laughs> hey! Just, 25 shows of this. Um, <laughs> hey, that's it. I got nothing. Uh, we got nothing. I got Don't nothing. you have a song? There is a song. I was drunk and she was fine. It seemed like a good idea at the time. So I took her into that room and we made sweet, passionate whoopee. The door flew open and my fuck made scream. The dude in the door was big and mean. And clarity immediately returned to me as I dove right out the window. Now I am running for my life Cause my boss is a mobster and I just fucked his wife Let's backtrack a little bit I was out of work and needed cash So it took this gig running coke and hash With only a few stipulations attached Keep your mouth shut and don't ever cross boss. My boss was named Tony the Knife and he had this habit of taking lives so apparently it comes as no surprise good Tony is mildly possessive so now I am running for my life cause my boss is a mobster and I just fucked his wife Somebody coming to come to put a bullet in my head. Somebody coming to come to put a rope around my neck. Somebody coming to come to put my legs in cement and throw me in the river. Please, please give me a place to hide. Cause my boss is a mobster and I just fucked his wife. So here's what happened. I ran through the city in great despair, but the mobs got connections everywhere. Every time I hit, some son of a bitch would scream, Hey, Tony! He's right here! 
Tony finally caught me and he looked me in the eye and he whispered, I'm gonna enjoy watching you die. But just before I felt Tony's blade inside, a small loose part from a low-budget Chinese satellite burned through the atmospheres at mock speeds and killed Tony right in front of me! Please, please take my good advice. If your boss is a mobster, don't ever fuck his wife. Don't ever fuck his wife. Thank you, China, for saving my life.